Good morning. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show. I am your host, John Burke. Appreciate you being with us here today. I've got another special guest in the studio. You remember him from last time, my buddy Pete, who's a police officer. Uh, the podcast we did roughly, I want to say like three or four weeks ago. About that, yeah. It was, it was about that long, about the Uvalde shooting. And I made a promise. I made a promise out there to everybody on my social media is that if I got this wrong, if I, if I got this wrong, I would apologize. And there's a reason I said that. Um, and we're going to get into this. But first, oh, fuck it. Let's just get into it. I'm very pissed off about this. I'm still very, I mean, you know, you know, I've been talking back and forth. Oh, yeah. He hit me up today. He's like, you know, you want me to come back on the show? It's like, yeah, let's just let's just do this. Because people are hitting me up on Twitter. It's like, when are you going to apologize? When are you going to apologize? Uh-huh. It's like, because they put more value in being right and they still miss the overall point that we were trying to make as far as saying due process, mm-hmm. let the facts come out, and then reserve judgment. And then yep. once that's occurred, then you can feel free to crucify whoever it is that you want to crucify once you've got the facts. Well, and that was one of the main things that we talked about was, okay, someone's head needs to be on a spike. Yeah. But let's make sure the right head is on <clears> the <throat> spike. Probably exactly. multiple heads yeah. that need to be on spikes. And now that this video has come out, mm. far more questions now. It's like, 100%. okay, now what's what's going on here well first you know? I, w- I want to take it back yeah to what we had originally talked about because we said at the beginning of that podcast we reserve the right to change our mind if new evidence is released we read the ap report we literally, yep. literally broke it down piece minute by, by minute minute by minute based upon what was being reported by the msm yep. as fed to them from the police departments yep that's what we went off of going literally by that and then come to find out oh well the door wasn't even locked yeah. Didn't know that. Nope. And then, Nobody and knew that. Nobody until, knew that. Until and the actual evidence or the actual investigation showed that. And then the question is, when did the people on the ground know that? Exactly. And, and it's and it's one of those things to where, again, we didn't really get into to the nuts and bolts of it. When you're looking at like hostage rescue, like, okay, we talked about, hey, it transitioned from active shooter to barricaded person yeah. slash hostage situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then a lot of people finally learned the, the magic breacher term that we use, try before you pry. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. The <clears> tools <throat> got there. Yada, yada, yada. You know, they go to do the breach. Failed breach. They start using the keys. But it's like, oh, the door was unlocked the whole time. Well, why didn't they try the door? Okay. I'm, I've never been to hostage rescue school, but I've talked to dudes that have, and we've done like some crosstalk and they said, yeah, you know, the main thing is, is you've got to know 100% that you can make that breach because typically in a hostage situation with a barricaded person, as soon as you start to initiate that breach, they go. start executing yeah. people. Exactly. So again, people <laughs> like, well, they should have tried the door. They should have tried the door. So you're going to walk up, jiggle the door handle. And then this dude just starts capping kids. Well, see, you know, and it's like, and the, you yeah. get to that, and we get to the whole, like, what yeah, if, what if, exactly. what if, and it's like, we can, like, piecemeal this back. Because to, even in the military train, I know military is completely different than law enforcement. 100%. But for me, it was still the idea of, like, you don't just, like, jiggle the handles, like, you just yeah, barely, barely. And I get that. Yeah. But the point was, though, that we still didn't know that. No. Nobody knew that. And then, of course, everybody on social media comes out, is like, oh, you see, I told you. It's like, you didn't know that. You didn't know. None of you knew this until you know. it actually came yeah. out because of what? The investigation. Mm-hmm. The same thing. We were calling for to say wait and this wasn't saying hey we think they're innocent we're just saying wait a minute this doesn't add up like, let's break this yeah. down like this is not making sense because by and large for me and i think everybody else out there is like i just don't want to see innocent men or women being crucified when they were actually doing the right thing that's the biggest thing and of course as a result you get accused of oh you're a bootlicker it's like no that's due process no. and if it was your ass in that sling you'd be and you were innocent you'd be asking for the same thing and the reason i want to say that and bring that up is because what was his name officer ruiz yeah, Ruiz. Okay, yep. here's another thing. This is to all my little haters out there. And I, I'll, I'm just going to caveat with this. I don't fucking care if you unfollow me. I don't fucking care if you don't like me. I've got enough friends. Pete's one of like two of them that I have. I don't care. I'm not here to suck your dick. You don't want to purchase shell shock. I don't fucking care. I'm holding true to my beliefs and the belief sorrow. Well, here's the apology that you've been waiting for. You're not fucking getting it. I went with due process. The matter was, we got it wrong, but that's fine. We got it wrong because the facts came out and proved us wrong. That's fine. I'm okay with that. That's that's perfectly acceptable to me. Yeah. By saying, we gave due process a chance, and this is the result. If, if the officers are guilty, then you hold them accountable. I'm fully on board with that. But with Officer Ruiz, this is what pisses me off. There was a photo posted of him yeah. not too long ago, and this proves my point, but people are so fucking stupid they won't they won't acknowledge this. They never will. It's all just, well, what about? Officer Ruiz is in this viral photo, Yep. and he's got his AR-15 slung across his chest, and he's got his phone out with a Punisher symbol logo yep. as the background, and everybody starts crucifying this guy. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, what's he doing? He's on his phone. What's the punishment? Just every social media yep. armchair quarterbacking fucking little pogue simp crucifying this guy. Come to find out, his wife was murdered there. Yep, she was. He was text he was messages detained. and phone calls from his dying wife. He was detained. He Good was job, disarmed. Guys. This guy was being shredded on social media, and he was just trying to do what was right by his wife. Yep. And how many of you motherfucking pages, how many of you operators, how many of you influencers that run your stupid-ass fucking meme pages that you jump the gun on this and you come out, oh, guys, uh, you know, hey, we got to admit when we're wrong, we're sorry. No, there is no sorry. You didn't give him a chance. You fucking crucified this guy who's sitting there dealing with the tragic loss of his wife. And you're sitting there armchair quarterbacking this because some of you spec ops fucking meme pages want to sit there and pretend like you fucking know what happened. You didn't. Your tab and your stuff doesn't mean shit. You weren't fucking there. So there was no due process. There was no facts coming out. There was nothing. You just wanted somebody to throw to the fucking Roman mob of social media and give them the blood they wanted. Because guess what? Apparently dead kids gives us the right to say fuck due process. There's your apology. And the one guy that sat here, or the guys that sat here saying, hey, let's wait for the facts. What do we get told? Oh, you guys are, you, you, you just, oh, you're bootlickers. I got accused of trying to give you guys clout. I know. I saw that. I was like, wow. Okay. I, got, I got accused of giving you guys clout. We're sitting here saying like, hey, it, it makes sense to me to say, let's push pause on this. I don't think we're getting all the facts. And by the way, the very same MSM that we've seen for years lie to us and twist the truth. Now suddenly we're going to swallow it hook, line, and sinker? That's interesting to me. There, my rant's over. That shit just pisses me off because now all these pages are like, hey, guys, we're sorry. We got, hey, good for you. You know, I, I take that back. I respect the fact you'll admit when you're wrong. I appreciate yep. I do appreciate I that. that. I will say thank you for that. And hopefully, and I'm just mad, so please take this with a grain of salt. I hope that we don't make this mistake again because the worst thing that I could see, and this is not about ego. This is not about id. This is not about being right or wrong. This is saying I just don't want to see potentially innocent people having their their lives ruined just for doing the right thing. Clearly, these officers didn't. Fair enough on yeah. that. And so multiple things unpacked there, but you brought up a good point, particularly with that viral photo, because when that came out, I think it was about yesterday, maybe mm -hmm. maybe the day before. It was late yesterday when I first started seeing it kind of pop up, and I already saw pages starting to retract. I'm like, whoa, 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 time mm -hmm. out. We got this wrong. Like, this isn't mm -hmm. just some dude jacking around on his phone. Like, mm -hmm. this is the guy that I think about two and a half weeks ago that everybody got outraged about mm -hmm. because, like, <gasps> they had to drag this guy out and they mm -hmm. disarmed him and he was just trying to save his wife. And, yep, then it you know, shifts again. And, and now it's, oh, so now you're shitting on the same guy that mm -hmm. you were taking up for two weeks ago because yeah. you didn't have all the facts and you jumped the gun. Yeah. But it makes a good point because, again, we'll talk about real quick circular reporting. Mm -hmm. So, again, what that is is where you get one source mm -hmm. and it might be shaky at best but then one page or one you know media outlet grabs it and runs with it and then well, of course break it down ev even further everybody wants to get further even, into it forget media outlets influencers influencers, influencers yep. are media outlets, oh, yeah. whether they want to admit it or not 100%. depending upon the size of your following you are a media outlet yep. and people will buy what you say hook line and sinker 100 percent. and that's the and that's where i think there needs to be some degree of accountability and responsibility to where like hey if you've got a significant following mm -hmm. I think you do have a, a certain amount of ownership you've got yeah. to take to where if you're going to run with it and put something out, mm -hmm. again, we talked about this last time, primary narrative wins. So once mm -hmm. you establish yep. that as the primary narrative, yep. walking that back and putting it's that hard to put, undermine it, yeah. putting that lid back on the mm -hmm. box, it, it rarely happens. Yeah. But again, so you take that one little you know article or source and then 50 pages mm -hmm. take it and run with it. Exactly. And then that gets blasted out to hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people sometimes mm -hmm depending on the followings of those pages and then boom, 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 boom. It makes the rounds around social media goes viral. Yep. You know, people want to make memes and everything like that. Yep. And then before you know it, now you've got millions of people that are misinformed yep. by pages that probably on, on more than one occasion have said like, screw mainstream media, mm -hmm. legacy yep. media, they get it wrong. They're fake news. They're just feeding you bullshit. <laughs> I am, if we get angry I, enough, I suddenly am your, it's right. Yeah. I am your Messiah. Come yeah. to me. I have the tablets. Let me think for you. Let yeah. me think for you. I've got this figured out, mm -hmm. you know, because I was a 92 golf with no deployments. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I make a mean Salisbury steak. Yeah. Um, like, gotcha. Let me tell you about breaching, though. What I learned in freaking aerosol school. Like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the fuck up. But... Uh, so, you know, you've, you've got that aspect of it where you get this circular reporting yeah. and, and yeah, it like, I, I can't say enough. I couldn't imagine what that 
Officer Ruiz is going through. I, Dude, I, 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 I couldn't. Want, I'm surprised probably hasn't committed suicide. I really am. Yeah. To sit there and think that you just lost your wife, you were trying to do the right thing, and then you come back, and then social media says that you're just a piece of shit human being. Yeah. And they're freaking out over a Punisher logo on your phone. This is how petty and stupid our society is yeah. because of so, social media is fucking cancer. It, oh, really it really is. is. This shit is just, it's gotten so out of hand that, you know, and you just, you sit here and you try and make this point to people. It's like, it's not saying I'm justifying what the officers did or didn't do. It's simply saying, based upon the evidence we got, this is not making sense. I think the media is lying to us or somebody is lying to us. And then come to yep. find out, even though we're with Officer Ruiz, the one little example, which to me is a big example, if we got that wrong, what else did we get wrong? Oh, should we talk about the Bortac officer? Multiple. Didn't, didn't, didn't all these influencers, didn't all these meme pages, didn't you suck this guy's dick? I think you did. Oh, he's the hero of Uvalde. Oh, come to find out, guess what? He sat Chilling. around too. Didn't do a fucking thing. Oh, are you going to retract that? Are you going to walk that back? No, of course not. You can't do that because why? Oh, that means you're wrong. And you're not going to admit that. Because it's ego-driven. This isn't about justice. This isn't about due process. It's about fucking ego. It's about getting things right for the sake of clout, likes, and followers. That's what it boils down to on these social media pages. And people accuse me of the same thing. It's like, I'm actually going against the narrative on this one. This is going to lose me followers. If that's what well, it's really about, then why the fuck would I just turn around and suck everybody's dick like, oh, praise the Bortat. And, and when it came to clout, I'll have everyone know I, I got seven <laughs> additional followers to my Instagram. It was pretty legit. Man, so fucking Under Armour, sign this guy up. Absolutely. Let's get a sponsorship I, I just deal. hit like 1,000 followers on Instagram, like on the button. I'm going to put mean, you in some mankinis and get you a Curves and Combat boot contract. Absolutely. I love it. Mm -hmm. Discount code to follow. So, yes, all the all the clout. I got all the clout now. This episode um, is brought to you by Shell Shock. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's insane, though. The, the shit that was levied at me and at y'all, and I knew it was coming, but even some personal yeah. friends were kind of like, they did the same thing. Like, bro, you're letting our, your, our friendship, your need to be right is more important than our friendship, and you're not even going to sit here and take for a second and think about what it is that I'm saying. Well, and, and, <clears> and, I, and I think what, so let's, kind of back up a little bit like so looking at the video and everything that's going on right now like yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm angry too but it's also i processed that and now i'm still thinking critically because yeah. didn't really go into my background too much beforehand mm -hmm. on, on the last time because we actually talked about that after the show it was like man dan kind of gave like his whole thing it's like <laughs> so been a police officer for 12 years been a use of force instructor since 2011 i'm a manual and manual and ballistic breaching instructor been doing that since 2016 15 was <clears> when <throat> i went through the school so again i've, I've, I've done some things I'm an instructor in multiple things. I teach at two police academies. Like I've seen a lot of yeah. a lot of recruits, a lot of in-service officers. I've done a lot of training and instructing. Um, so now it gets into the whole. We're starting to talk about tactics, and that's the main mm -hmm. thing that we've. I've still got the main question because I'm looking at this whole situation in the hallway, mm -hmm. and I'm watching and I'm watching. I'm like officers, officers, officers. I was messaging back and forth with another buddy of mine, and I was like, dude, it looked like a T-Cole convention in that hallway. Yeah. Like, it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, okay. And again, everybody <clears throat> keeps going back to, you know, with all the information we have now, like the door was actually not secured and unlocked, and they could have actually presumably went in it at any mm -hmm. time, and why this and why that. But it's not making excuses, but you've got to look at it from the perspective of the people on the ground and what information did they have at the yeah. time when they're making decisions. That's that. Period. Mm -hmm. and, and end of list. That's with any situation, whether it's an officer-involved shooting, because yeah. we've got case law about that. Yeah. Tennessee v. Garner. Can't use 2020 hindsight when it was like, hey, he yeah. made a movement and pulled it out, come find out it was a cell phone, looked like a gun, got shot. You can't say, like, well, we conclusively know it's a cell phone, so now you're hemmed right. up. Like, mm-mm. Right. You can't do that. And the same thing applies here. And I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm watching this big gaggle in the hallway, and I was like, who the hell is in charge? Yeah. Like, who's in charge? And... I'm seeing state troopers now. I'm seeing Bortac. I'm seeing city, county, yeah. CBISD, or Uvalde ISD. And I'm, I'm seeing all this stuff. And again, it's like nobody's in control, command and control. And then at the, the flip side of that is, and this is the issue, and we'll talk a little bit maybe culturally about how law enforcement works, mm. is had they knocked this out of the park and they went in there, they got the job done, boom, yeah. you know, everything was handled, bow on it, like guy got, bad guy got killed and, you know, kids got saved yeah. quickly there would be no shortage of people elbowing one another out of the way from different departments and administrators oh, yeah. wanting to be in front Praise, of the camera yeah. and Hey, let me get on CNN. Let me start my book tour. You know, let me do all this stuff. And now when it comes time to be held to task mm -hmm. about who made what decision, who made what call, 
It's career hot potato. Now, magically, it's, yep, <clears throat> nope, mm-mm. And again, we've talked about this is, you know, you're looking at Uvalde ISD. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at a six-officer department, including the chief, mm-hmm. in a small town outside of San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just say they probably don't have the biggest budget. Yeah. Um, I don't know what their training looks like, but I, I guarantee you it, it's... And this is something that people need to understand. Like, I've got some friends at other agencies where, you know, medium-sized department, three, four, five hundred officers. And then when you start looking at their budget, sometimes you'll have a, have a department that's got 300 officers and their annual training budget for the entire department. And this is for outside training mm-hmm. um, to go to classes. Like, it might be 50 grand. That's not a lot. That's not a lot when you think about it. Because some of these classes that you go to, exactly. it's like, like, almost three to, like three to five hundred bucks, sometimes a thousand bucks for instructor I've courses. I've seen classes up to like five thousand oh, per absolutely. person, depending upon like the level of expertise being taught. One hundred percent. And that's where, you know, government grants, there's some things that you can do to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, kind of lessen the burden on that. But then on top of it, you know, you've got travel per diem, yeah. lodging, you're paying that officer to be there, yeah. the lost man hours on the street. So needless to say, know. defunding the police is not defunding the answer. Defunding the police is not the answer. Yeah. Um, but weird how that works I, I, it's so odd it's so odd yeah. and, and you sit there and so i would almost be willing to bet that not knowing what the uvalde isd budget looks like mm-hmm. <clears throat> i'm betting it's probably not a very robust training budget well i do know though that their swat team had been trained like two or three months that, or a one year yeah. what you know you know more about that though. yeah so, so i saw what, because i know where you're going with this and this is not trying to deflect and say well, it's because they didn't have the training it's saying that the people that are actually trained were trained incorrectly. That's, I mean, clearly something is going on mm-hmm. to where my main question, and it, it was before and it still is now, mm-hmm. is why? Yeah. You know, how did we arrive at this? Mm-hmm. At this point to where we said, okay, we've now transitioned from active shooter to BP slash hostage situation. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at. And that's how we're going to approach this mm-hmm. and, and we're going to attack this problem. We don't have that answer yet. The thing, I, the video, you said you watched, what, the hour and 22 minutes of it, the video yeah, that was... And there's uh, a lot of dead time where it's like, okay, we're just milling around the hallway. All and right, now they're saying around. that there was some audio that was edited out, that there was still shooting going on while they were in the hallway. I don't know if that's true or so not. So the only thing that I saw, and, and they made a tag um, in the video, and it said that they edited out screaming kids. Yeah. And it was about a, I don't know a if couple minutes in. Either. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it's about an hour and 22 <clears> minutes floating around in, on the YouTube. <clears> and, <throat> uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where you're sitting there seeing like more and more and more and you know, these ballistic shields, like I could spend a whole time ranting on those yeah. things. Like they don't stop rifle rounds. Yeah. Like sweet. It looks cool. Good for uh, great. Well, with, um, the, with the idea of knowing that the door is unlocked and they didn't even try it, that changes everything entirely for me to where it's kind of, even my opinion is like, well, wait a minute. Well, what are you waiting for then? Well, and, and I get the active shooter versus barricaded well, and shooter. I that, get that. And, and then also when I saw the, saw the AAR brief and I saw a picture of the actual door. I'm like, oh, okay, I can understand why maybe you wouldn't try that door because right in the middle, there's about a three inch window. window yeah. And it's like, okay, you go up and try to try. There's a high probability you're going to be seen and you're going to take rounds through. Okay. Mm-hmm. Again, before someone jumps on and makes a comment, like watch well, they signed up for and you should yeah. just go jump. <laughs> oh in. my God. Yeah. yeah. Cool, dude. You go jump, jump in a fatal funnel and get shot at by a rifle and yeah. you let me know how that plays out for you. Yeah. Um, but that being said, it's like, Again, it goes back to the BP hostage situation where it's like, okay, you make that attempt, you make that approach, you fail, and then they start executing whoever's left. I do, I do it, love it, that that very easily stated, like, oh, that's what you're signed up for. It's like, you didn't sign up to die. You signed up to be as effective as you can in neutralizing the target. Yep. And if you standing in a fatal funnel that even in the military is like, you don't do, yeah. then explain to me why you try and use some excuse like, well, that's what you signed. No, that's not what you signed up for. No. You signed up to eliminate the bad guy. And if standing in the fatal funnel, funnel prevents that from happening, you just lost officers needlessly. There's a better way. Or sometimes it's just like, you got to go balls to the wall. You have no choice. Absolutely. So but, I, I'm getting tired of hearing this, this, this thing that these influencers saying is like, well, that's what you signed up for. No, that's not. Yeah. You, you signed up to be in danger. You signed up to put your life on the line 100%, but you did not sign up just to die, simply to die. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. And I guess they, because it sounds so good on social media. Oh, it, oh, it briefs well. It briefs very well. Oh, absolutely. And there's a difference in saying I signed up to be in danger, to potentially die, versus do something stupid that's going to get myself killed that is avoidable. Yeah. By making tactical errors. Well, and then you just, again, you can what if this yeah. down like oh, bro, 15 yeah. rabbit trails. Like, okay, cool. So you went full Leroy Jenkins and ran out <clears> and did something <throat> foolish, and then you got shot. Now you've got an officer down, then that's going to potentially change exactly. the timeline yep. and the decision process for the for the command and control that's going on after that. So it's like, oh, now we got two officers <clears> down. <throat> okay, now we got to go rescue them in addition yeah. to try to do this. And again, before someone says, well, you know, blah, 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 you bypass the officers. I, 
Yeah. I get it. We can play the tactics yeah. game all day. I get it. But at the end of the day, you're further compounding and adding yeah, more, problems yeah. to a problem that's already very dynamic and, right. and a challenge. So it's like, <clears throat> come on, guys. Like, all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, in, in, in watching the video, it, it still goes back to the main question that I still have is how did we arrive at this is a BP versus active? Mm-hmm. And then who was in charge? Because mm-hmm. now it is hot potato. It yeah. is it is Arredondo. No, no, it wasn't me. It was these guys. Oh, no. And, mm-hmm. and, and again, we can get into the the politics of how different agencies kind mm-hmm. of interact and just some of the, you know, yeah. uh, measurements that go into it. You know, people wanting to kind of flex up because, again, like I said, if this had gone off well, yeah. there'd be no shortage of people want agencies credit, and yeah. three letter agencies want to <clears> jump <throat> up there and say, Hey, look at us. High five us. Mm-hmm. Like we're so star spangled. Awesome. We did great. Yeah. And now it's like, Oh, wait, wait, wait. And I've seen this firsthand, um, from some situations I've been in where when things go well, man, you want that name. They want, <laughs> there's some people that like showed up last on scene that man, but they want to write that report. They want their name on that report that, yeah. Hey, I did this and look at how awesome I am. Mm-hmm. But when things didn't go well, it's like, Mm-mm, it was that guy. Exactly. It was that guy. It's like, no, no, sir. Let me explain to you how command works. Um, yeah. You've got the bars on your collar. Mm-hmm. Uh, time, that time, means good or bad. Yeah. Good or bad. You know? And, and again, that's one thing that I'm waiting to see is again, because there's probably going to be some civil ramifications out of this. And there's probably some, there uh, should be yeah. there's people that have, you know, prob- more than likely have, I think pretty much everybody across the board has lawyer lawyered up to some, some extent. Yeah. And, but it's that whole thing of, I think what a lot of people are wanting is, someone to step up and say, Hey, guess what? Yeah. Hey, this is on me. You think um, it's going to happen? I, honestly, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't know. And if they do, it'll probably be something that is so watered down and say, boiler stay, yeah. boilerplate, like yeah. stock, like written by an attorney, wow. you know, to where it's like, I don't really accept any responsibility, but I say that I feel bad for what happened yeah. and, and you know, to where it's, you, you, you want to pin it on them, but you can't. Yeah, yeah. precisely. And, and again, you know, that's that's one of those main challenges that I think we're going to run into is just getting somebody to be held accountable. Because, again, that's what people want right now yeah. is, is they want that. Head, they so want I that head that, to yeah. be put on a spike. And, and I don't say I don't disagree. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But again, I think what I think a lot of people need to understand is this is going to be very similar to um, kind of a Pulse nightclub situation. Because yeah. Again, I was talking oh, with yeah. an, I was talking with another buddy of mine because we were kind of kicking stuff, stuff back and forth about tactics in this one particular organization and, you know, their tactics. And I said, has anything because there's a scenario that kind of very much mirrors it mirrors this. And I said, has this ever been put into practice before? And I was like, oh, yeah, Pulse nightclub. Da, da, da. I was like, oh, and then I was like, yeah, I remember that. And I started kind of getting into it and dug into the timeline. I was like, oh, wow, they waited three and almost three hours before they actually breached in and, uh, you know, killed the bad guy. But then the the interesting part was, is in digging through that, because um, we talked about like, hey, how many kids could have been saved if they mm-hmm. had gone in immediately? Um, about two years after Pulse Nightclub, there was a uh, a medical publication that uh, from an emergency medicine journal, medical <clears throat> uh, emergency medicine journal, that they did an assessment of the injuries and the wounds of the the people that unfortunately were killed at Pulse Nightclub, and they determined that they believed that up to sixteen people had a potential had a chance to survive their injuries. Had they been breached sooner, had they breached sooner or had people gone in right. and, you know, Medical. tourniqueted them, got them evac, yeah. they, they had a, the potential to survive. So you had yeah. 49 people died. 16 of them had the potential to survive. Right. Had there been a faster response. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is this is, you know, so there's so many. But still, it's like there's so many questions. But what I'm talking, what I bring that up is because you're looking at probably this is not going to be a quick social media like, oh, hey, yeah. we're going to have an answer next week of. Yeah. That's what people want, though. Yeah. This is what you want, but you're you're looking at probably twelve to twenty four months before you have something resembling a conclusive, well thought out, thorough report <clears throat> that you can actually look at. And I by think it's that time, come a lot sooner. To tell you the truth, because there's just way too much heat on this. Probably I think way the fact that they're even releasing a lot of the because they had the um, my God, they carted off the door from the classroom yeah. over to the uh, committee in Austin. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, the investigation that was going, on, and they were actually releasing videos of this. Sure. Of and then you know that's when we found out. Oh, the door was actually open, and based upon video footage, no officer even tried it. And I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. But again, this another again, it proves the fact of we didn't know. Well, Nobody knew until this investigation progressed further, and we started seeing well, other then, things come to to light. You know, well, Dan was over the house last night. He's on a different shift now, so that's where he's at. He's sleeping because he's on night <laughs> shift now. Um, 
he's he's adjusting adjusting as well as he can. Yeah. All that clout chasing's got him I, tired. I, I absolutely. He's doing a <laughs> lot of press events. Um, it, it's oh it's it, it's insane. He's got his discount codes out the wazoo. Oh it's man, an, I saw him in nuts. his cop car doing some freaking TikToks. And he was it, doing some dances. He was. And, yeah, it was he, incredible. He, he has rhythm. Yeah. He has rhythm, yeah. but. <laughs> Um, he's not, by the way. He's not doing that. No, not God, no. God is no. the complete opposite. He hates that shit. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> he probably's not even going to listen to this pie. He, he might because he you're might. on it. He might. He might. That's the only uh, time. That's the only time. Outside of that, because like we'll talk. Like, oh, yeah, I don't even listen to your podcast. Well, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> you too. Like, fuck you, Pete. <laughs> well, now that I'm now that oh, I'm working up, now it's that I'm working late. over in Fort Worth, I do listen sometimes. It's too. Late. I do listen sometimes. I've got done. like an hour and a half. My two commute. my two closest friends don't even listen to the fucking podcast. It's just whatever. Well, I see what I am to y'all. I'm just a piece of meat. Well, you know, just a piece of meat. God dang it. Lost my train of thought. Oh, shit. Shit. Well, we were talking about uh, them putting a fire on this investigation, getting it out. You said 12, 24 months it could come out. Mm-hmm. And then basically I said that I'm surprised that the Austin committee released the videos oh, of, yeah. you know, we didn't know that the door was open yeah. or stuff like that. So this is the <clears> thing <throat> that Dan and I were talking about last night is that, you know, a lot of people are really kind of wrapped around the axle on, okay, the door was unlocked. Why didn't they try that? Why didn't they try the door? Why didn't they try the door? Well, you got to think about, from the perspective of a reasonable officer working in that school and and just knowing how schools kind of operate and lockdown procedures and things like that, is would it be reasonable for an officer to assume? And again, someone say, "Don't assume." Blah blah blah. Make right. an ass out of you, me. Cool. <clears throat> Got it. Awesome. You're you're the hero of the internet. Before it goes in the comments, <laughs> um, but would it be reasonable to assume or infer that that door is locked based on that facility and how things operate? Mm -hmm. I would say any reasonable officer would say, yeah, door's probably fucking locked. Mm -hmm. So again, it's, I don't know. At the same token, it's like, you could still have the, what if as far as like, why not go in through the window? And then we see the windows. Like there's no way you couldn't, you're not not getting through that. That's another one where everybody's like, just go into the window. And then you actually see it. If you would have tried, you'd have been killed. He would have shot you. There'd been, and you'd been, it'd been pointless. You could have maybe gotten a gun in the room. And if you'd gotten lucky, you shot the guy. Maybe, maybe because you'd had to break the window first. And those windows, by the way, they don't shatter. It's not just, I think they're also like that, that plexiglass kind of plastic. But the point was, it's like, that was another, like, Robert O'Neill, Navy SEAL, supposedly oh, killed God. Bin Laden. He's out there pounding his chest. Like, I'm surprised this dude was able to talk with his dick in his mouth. Like, it was incredible. <laughs> you know, it was like, back when I killed Bin Laden, we would have went. It was like, oh, my God. Okay, we get it, dude. But the point was, it's like, why didn't they go through the windows? Like, have you seen the windows? Do you know what they're made of? Yeah. I mean, because, again, if you actually, once they saw the video or yeah. I saw the footage, like, there's no way. Yeah, because they were like, so for those then, who don't know, it's like yeah. looking at the <laughs> windows, they're probably from eyeballing it, like, they're horizontal panels, ten inches, maybe max. ten inches max, and they go vertically yeah. up. And it's like, and then they could have been—they'd be like, they could have broken a window out and just shot him. It's like, but there were kids in there; they didn't know. They had no yeah. idea of knowing. And then that one officer—he silhouettes himself. He's dead. Yeah. So that's uh, well, that's what they signed up for. No, that's pointless. You haven't fixed anything. Again, there's so many exactly this and what if and, and yeah. I they hate to say just, like they should have just repelled in from the ceiling because you know they should have like got the bolt cutters and like welded some well, uh, well, well yeah I mean yeah. that's how it is Call of Duty so. well it is number one and number two everybody knows that small town ISD police departments they have got <laughs> yeah dude they've got an armory yeah. full of stuff on yeah. 1033 grant programs hey, Tim are we that, bringing the bazooka on this call or are we yeah. going with the freaking uh, the 240 which one are we doing yeah we exactly yeah. and so again, and it, before someone says, "Oh, they're making," we're not making excuses, but it's like, no, okay, it's let's, look, let's, like, look yeah, at, look, let's look, let's look at the so reality specific. of yeah. how how this is playing out. Yeah. Um. And again, it, and it's something that you and I talked about was, again, seeing a lot of these tactical influencers and these different oh individuals coming in, and it's like, Jesus, if you, and I'm just gonna say it, it's like, and it's no disrespect meant to anybody, but it's like, if you were in the special operations community mm-hmm. and you were tearing into a six person ISD police department, mm-hmm. like. You are punching down so far, it is almost comical. Yeah. Because I can guarantee you, if you were in that community, you probably... With no other experience. But at the same time, it's like, just to put it in perspective, again, we've talked a little bit about budgets and how this stuff kind of plays out. Mm-hmm. You were probably shooting more ammo at the range in a quarter than their operating budget is for the year. Mm-hmm. So let's put it into perspective as far as like tiers yeah. and levels of experience and expertise. And I get it. I am a huge proponent. Like, I'm an instructor. I love training. I love teaching. I think officers should be as absolutely as well-trained and as professional and proficient as humanly possible. I was going to say as our military, but then we get accused of, like, having, like, freaking authoritarian officers. Wow. No. Yeah. Well, and it's again. It's like, you want them to be, like, do you want them to be warriors or do you not want them to be warriors? Well, Which is it? Do you well, want them to be fighters or not? Well, and that's what happened. And again, this is something we talked, all this stuff, because we ran out of time last time, but we talked about, like, after, for about 20 minutes after the last podcast <laughs> wrapped was, you know, back about 2017, 2018 in law enforcement, we made this huge cultural shift mm-hmm. 
to where we no longer wanted that warrior police officer that no longer wanted that guy or gal to step up and be the one to take charge and mm-hmm. and really kind of go in there and I don't want to say save the day but not to have that hero complex thing but yeah. you know really take charge and and be assertive they change it to where it's like no now you're a guardian yeah you're a guardian <clears> and <throat> you're you're a steward of your community and it's not saying you're not but it's, it's not like saying you, you're not but you it's need like to have both there's there's a mindset and you've got to have that switch and yeah. unfortunately something that I've seen over the last several years especially in the in the academy in the academy environment is you get some individuals um, that probably shouldn't be there best way I can put it is and the nicest way I can put it is you've got two groups of people typically you got people that should show up when you call 911 and then people that should probably call 911 and we're getting people <laughs> I get it, I get it. we're getting people that yeah. are getting through the process and getting hired on with agencies that probably should be in the latter category where it's like they should probably call 911 yeah and I'll it's give you same in the military I'll give same you I'll military. give you an, I'll give you a prime example so my thing is you know I teach defensive tactics I teach mechanics of arrest so fight teaching cops how to fight mm-hmm. and again the reason why I got into that and I'm very passionate about it is because everybody wants to be the gun guy. Everybody wants to be the firearms instructor. Yeah. Less than 1% of officers are involved in an on-duty shooting in their entire career. Mm. If you're in this business for any length of time, 100% of the time, you're going to get into a fight. Yeah. Period. Like That's just the reality. Mm. Unless you're hiding in an office somewhere, you have gotten into some kind of a knockdown drag-out fight. Yeah. Um, so we're sitting there, we're going through, and it's their their collect. So they get, in this academy, they do um, four days where they do, basically, they're, ta- they're testing on all their practical skills. So they do, like, a fake DWI stop, felony stops, building searches, all the stuff. And then, of course, myself and my training partners were doing the uh, defensive tactics portion. Mm-hmm. And there was this officer, and just could tell was just kind of going through the motions. Mm-hmm. Um, and the scenario that we do is it's called fight gone bad. And all it is is real simple. It's some basic jujitsu stuff to where, you know, it's fight gone bad. So the, the instructor is in the mount. They've got to escape twice in under a minute. Mm-hmm. And we, do, we put them through some basic calisthenics, get their heart rate up. Because, again, can't legally shoot at them to get their right. heart rate up. So it's like, hey, you're in a fight, you know, get their heart rate up. And then they've got to escape. And this officer in particular, you know, they um, we're just kind of half-assing it. Mm-hmm. And the lead instructor, a buddy of mine, he, he pulled them aside and said, hey, you know, we, we briefed this, we taught this, we, you know, we did like three weeks of instruction on this. Like you seem pretty, pretty all about it. You know, when we were doing this, are you sick? Are you hurt? Like, yeah, is everything okay? <clears throat> and I kid you not, I was standing there and I heard this. And if, if I didn't hear it myself, I wouldn't have believed it. This officer said, I don't know why I need to know this stuff. Jesus. And to which the request, the question, follow up question, of course, was, okay, do you expand on that? Well, um, Based on where I'm going to work, um, and I won't name the agency because I don't want to dime them out, but it was uh, basically they said, well, I'll just use my words and I'll never have to actually put hands on anybody. <laughs> and again, that's the mentality. And I'm not uh, saying that's all officers and everything. Right, but yeah, again, yeah, yeah. those officers exist. And so again, she, this is... It sounds like they should be a social worker. Uh, 100%. Yeah. You know, and, and this is at a regional academy that services, I think I think the total counts, like it's over like 150 agencies in the North Texas area that like yeah. they send their officers to this academy yeah. to get trained. And, and these are the people that are getting hired. And I'm not saying that there's not a time and a place for that. Again, Dan and I met in grad school and our graduate degrees were in conflict management. Like, mm-hmm. I understand how to understand how to use words and how to kind of talk people yeah. down. And verbal judo and how to de-escalate, Abs- all that, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> But it, you still need to have the tool and have yeah, that exactly. have that little little bit of starch in your ass that you're gonna you know handle business when you need to. And I think that's one of the things that we've gotten away from, as far as just having that individual to step up. And that's another. Sorry, now I'm gonna get on a little tangent. Go that's, for it. That's the other thing where I see a lot of people saying like, "Well, you know, all those guys, I'd have been the one to lead the charge. I'd have been the. I'd have been the one. I'd have been through the door. I'd have, I'd have done this. I'd have done that. You know." And it's like, well, actually, I can explain to you real quickly from a sociological standpoint, why you probably wouldn't. And it's, it's all about the power of groups. Group dynamics yes. are group dynamics <clears throat> yeah. are a scary thing. And we, as a species, are scarily easy to control, particularly yeah. in a group. And so it's one of those things to where, and again, it can be the power of one. Mm-hmm. Again, but if you've got 20 dudes in a hallway yeah. and none of them are moving. That's why it didn't make sense to me. It's like, I have never seen cowardice in numbers, not to that extent. And I don't know if it's cowardice. I think I think it was just a breakdown of command and control where it's like, okay, what the fuck are we doing? We're all here. Like I guarantee I And there were and by the way, there were officers in that stack that had kids in there. Yeah. 
And that's the other thing that's good. Like, there were cowards. Like, I'm sorry, but you're a father. I'm a father. No. If that was my kid, there isn't a single person in this world that I would not cut their throat to get my kid out. Absolutely. So I would, I would not sit there and think that these officers are cowards. I think that um, based on what we're seeing now, it's like, I honestly feel like they, they, like you said, the communication, like they were told to stand down or whatever the case might be, and they followed orders. Whether that's right or wrong in your own opinion, for those listening, yeah. I get it. But at the same token, it's just like... That's why I just didn't believe it at first. I was like, there's just no way that yeah. 20 dudes can be stacked in a hallway just and chilling. everyone just cowers out. That doesn't make sense. I have never seen that. Even in even in combat, dude, mm -hmm. even in combat, if you're stacking on a house and you got a four-man stack, you're going. Yeah. You're, like, you're going. There's no, like, it, it never had, like, if one guy's feeling hesitant, everybody's like, figure it up, fuck out. You're fucking yeah. going. Yeah. There's, there's only been one experience I've had of cowardism under fire. And it's when one of my kids ducked down on the 50 because we were in heavy contact in the Korngal. And this kid, like, fetal position, crawled, literally Oof. basically threw him in the side, put somebody else on the gun, told him to get the fuck in the bunker and just stay there. That was the only time. And that was some really bad shit. So, and that was only, like, four of us on that observation post. So you got 20 dudes in a hallway, and it's just like, wait, that, that just doesn't make sense. And that's where it, to me, looking <clears throat> at it from an instructor perspective and trying to understand as a supervisor... Like how we arrived at that point where yeah. like, okay, who's calling the shots? What is going on on the ground to where this seems like a, a viable course of action? Like yeah. how, how did we arrive here? Well, you explained before that there were several different agencies there. And they're not on the same frequency. They're not on the same Everyone's got their own. That's the other thing. Yeah. kind of like uh, the, biggest, the biggest issues in combat when it comes to communication is the biggest one is noise of battlefield. Yep. Noise of battlefield is a huge factor. And then you take into account, and this is what people don't think, or they don't think about really in depth, is that like not all these cops have the same radios. Mm -mm. Everyone's on different frequencies. Yep. And you've got three different talking heads giving three different sets of orders, trying to coordinate something. That's why you see in those movies, like the, the jurisdiction, like, okay, well, this is my scene now. I'm calling the shots. Yep. As stupid as it sounds, that's exactly what you have to have. You've yep. got to have one head who calls the shots and everyone else follows orders. Because if you don't, you've got three talking heads and three different sets of orders going to three different agencies, and now you've got just anarchy on the battlefield. Well, and it, and it goes down to, again, not no, again, this is all speculative, yeah, exactly. but, yeah. but it's one of those <clears throat> things to where the mark, one of my opinion, in my opinion, one of the best qualities of a leader is humility and yeah. understanding like, hey, I'm out of my depth. Yeah. Like, hey, sweet. Like, I don't know what Arredondo mm -hmm. was going on or anything like that, but it's like, hey, yeah. I have a six-man agency. Hey, I got someone here that's from a much larger agency that probably has more proficiency in this. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to... Hey, Step aside, yeah. I'll provide support, <clears throat> and I'll... Hey, I can get you a layout. I can get you this. I can get you that. Yeah. But hey, you run this. Yeah. I don't know if that happened. Mm -hmm. And we'll find we'll find out yeah. eventually. But it's like, you know, understanding that sometimes you got to take that step back. Yeah. Or, again, because that's not the time for egos. Mm -hmm. And there's no shame in saying like, eh, hey, man... I've been through like one active shooter class two months ago, but oh, you've been yeah, doing through SWAT years, school and yeah. you've been, you know, <laughs> hitting 10 houses a week for the last five years. Like, yeah, eh, maybe you take the lead on this. Maybe you can plan this a little bit better than I can. There was the other thing that everybody was talking about. Um, Hand sanitizer guy. <laughs> well, yeah, that one like that. I mean, well, there, was, there was two things. The hand sanitizer guys and then uh, Arredondo. Um, Hand sanitizer guy, same thing as Officer Ruiz. They're just freaking out about this dude getting hand sanitizer. It's like, okay. It's well, like, I get it. Like, number one, I think that one was just adding fuel to the fire. They're standing yeah. around, this guy's getting hand sanitizer. Okay, I get it. Stupid. Uh, Roger. Whatever. But now we're just freaking out about, like, what? Like, about hand sanitizer? I get how it. Does, I, how does that exactly impact like, the overall situation? And, and again, yeah. we were talking about before we went on. I was like, Looking uh, and for me, and let me let me yeah, first clarify real quick. Yeah. That's not said they're saying these officers are justified. It's like, okay, we're being mad about stupid shit at this point versus yeah. the real crux real actual of the situation. issue. Be, if yeah. you want to be mad about something, then be mad about why the fuck were they standing around for an hour or some change? Why didn't they go in? That's now yeah. for me, it's kind of like towards like, look, if these officers, let me just put this out there officially. It does not look good for these officers. No, God, it no. doesn't. Therefore, I don't agree with what happened. I'm against it. They should be held accountable. Somebody should, Somebody be, should I want, be. I want to know who the fuck is being held accountable for this. Yep. Because clearly this is a massive breakdown of communication and some other issues. But the reason I've come to this determination is because why? We took our time, let the facts come out, and we start seeing things from different perspectives and starting to understand, like, you cannot jump the gun because we don't have all the facts. We don't know. And yep. the MSM misreports left and right. Left and right. And we still fall for this. Well, and, and again, it's gotten to the point where... 
Y'all said it before too. The first initial report is, is always wrong. wrong. Always wrong. I mean, that's an intel <clears throat> thing. Like initial reports are almost always wrong. Even in the military, Even the we military. did source yep. operations, mm -hmm. and I, I don't think that, I think this is common knowledge. Like before we hit, this is back like back in 2006 in Iraq. We were running our own sources, completely illegal, but nobody fucking cared. You're an MI weenie. You know what I'm talking about. Well, I'm not gonna. You know, <laughs> Point was, you actually have to have military intelligence teams on the ground to do source operations. You're not, apparently, not supposed to do it. You need a 35 mic with you, Jonathan. Apparently, but this is back when the war was still, like, the surge was kicking off. So when we had, we basically had our, our own little source group, if you will. And if we had three different sources coming from three different areas saying a very similar thing, mm -hmm. there was something there. Sure. And it became actionable. We started investigating that. If you had two sources coming from the same area saying the same thing, it's like, okay, wait a minute. Mm. We got to start looking into this more. But where there's smoke, there's fire, depending upon the sources. And it just, it felt, it feels to me to where it's just kind of like we're getting all kinds of just different things here in different perspectives, different things. Like, wait a minute, something is not adding up. Like, it's yeah. too much. There's no consistency well, here. And, I and think, everything has changed. And I think part of what it is, <clears> and I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago with somebody, and, and I said, we've gotten to the point to where this story... I hate to say they're milking, but like in the yeah. news cycle, like it just, they've got to find something to keep coming up. And, it like, yeah. and it like, it's gotten to the point to where it's almost asinine to where it's hate headlines, it's hate headlines, but it's one of those things where I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, it's like <gasps> just breaking, you know, uh, chief Arredondo, he normally had a bagel every morning for breakfast, but yeah. on this day he had a muffin. Exactly. Was now his, we're, now we're was, trying to, yeah. What is his, was his blood sugar off that day? Is that, and it's like, Dude, okay, really? yeah. like, um, all right. That like, was the other whatever. point that I was trying to talk about was the, um, everybody was talking about, like, they, they're no longer cooperating with uh, the press or the investigation. Dude, stuff like I that. wouldn't either. I wouldn't. And that's the thing that, like, these people are so quick to, well, why are you doing that? Because you're guilty. I'll, it's like, I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Go for so it. here's the deal. Um, 30, Listen up to this because this people need to hear this and understand here's, this. Here's what, here's what I would think. Because, again, I said this to a lot of people. Like, you're talking 36 hours after it happened. The head of the agency that is going to be investigating you goes on record and mm -hmm. goes on TV saying you guys screwed the pooch and dropped the ball. Mm -hmm. Do you think I'm going to trust that guy? You're going to trust the agency, that agency to investigate you. More importantly, and we talk we talk about integrity. Yeah. Do you think that investigator is going to stake his career <laughs> and say, hey, boss, we did an investigation and turns out you ran your mouth and uh -huh. hey, there's some stuff that you kind of got your DPS had to walk back their statement. Oh, I'm yeah. surprised they did. Hey, and I'm surprised they so, good for them. So kudos, kudos to the Evaldi mayor uh -huh. because he called them out because it was when it was in the uh, when they went down the <laughs> Because oh, and for those of y'all, the, the stuff going on in Austin, it's in my opinion January six two This is a, yeah. this is a show dog and pony show. Yeah. Like this is not the actual investigation. Like DOJ yeah, oh, yeah. is going to do their thing. Like this is this, this is, is like this is the state reps wanting to get answers. Is, yeah, they yeah. want some answers on some stuff. Like this is dog some good and, this did dog come from it though. Sure. I'll give you that. Some good did come, but the actual investigation is going to go way deeper. But he got up on the stand and said some stuff about you know basically you know trashing Uvalde mm -hmm. and you know the city and the ISD and everything like that. And then the mayor said, uh, well, let's talk about the nine troopers you had in the hallway. And basically mm -hmm. his response initially was uh no uh. And now the video <laughs> comes out and it's like uh, uh -huh. well, yes huh. Uh -huh. So, hey, and then it's, oh, uh, well, troopers don't typically take over command of a scene from another agency and jurisdiction. Cool, dude, I get it. Mm -hmm. But you can't trash an agency and then your agency's standing right next to him exactly. on video doing the exact same thing. Yeah. And I'm not trashing troopers. I'm not trashing. Uh, right. it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. hey, this is where administration and administrators mm -hmm. Sometimes they need to shut up, get on TV yeah. and they say some things it's like, dude, you got a public affairs officer. You got a PIO that, that for a reason. Exactly. Yeah, that was like, the other dude, point that like, I just don't have let the energy to argue with let people anymore work. on social media because instantly comments. Like, what about this was like, dude, I'm not a fucking lawyer. I am. I don't owe you any explanation. I don't know. And that's what pisses me off is that everybody wants to come at me with this argument. It's like, look, I can do this podcast so many different times. I can make so many different posts and explain certain things. But after all, it's like, I don't have the energy because I just don't fucking care. Well, at, at the end of the day, the point that I was trying to make, though, yeah. is that. That situation, people, they're so biased. The cognitive dissonance is at such an extreme level that there is, we've forsaken all critical and rational thought process, all of it, to where even where I'm sitting, there's like, what about when they came out and said this? Like, yes, and they were wrong. Yeah. The dude that was like the head of the department fed him the wrong information and he should have shut up because he didn't even know. Yep. It's like, this was a massive breakdown of epic proportions on different uh, oh, levels. God, yeah. So this is like just one big... I was going to say, forgive me for saying it, but whatever. This is one big clusterfuck oh, yeah. of just things gone awry. And it feels like there's a lot of people that can receive blame on this one. But again, the point still stands of 
give a due process, let the investigation happen, stop screaming for the blood of people that potentially could be innocent, like Officer Ruiz, which I hopefully his life isn't ruined over this. I think, you know, I think hopefully there'd be enough meme pages out there that recant their demonization of this poor guy. But if that happened to him, it can happen to other people. Oh, We've seen this. And that's the, that's the overall point that I'm just trying to sit there and say, pump the brakes. You're, I get that you're angry. We're all angry. 19 kids died. Yeah. This is unsatisfactory. This is fucking horrendous. Oh, yeah. Horrible. But that does not give you the right to sit there and say, hang them. No. You still have to have due process. Just because you're angry does not give you the right to forsake due process. Mm -hmm. But... These same types that will come out there and they'll argue me they're blue in the face. It's like, you're just a bootlicker. It's like, no, you sound like a liberal right now. You really do. You sound like you're a leftist that just wants to let your emotion overrule your rational thinking. And it's not simply, I'm not saying to slow down or I'm not saying that slowing down and allowing the investigation to happen should clear the officers, but instead it should give us a good light of what actually happened. And yeah. then you can make your decision. Nobody says you have to be mad now or nobody says you have to come to a conclusion now. Because I think that's what we're so accustomed to. We have to, we see this headline. It's like clickbait. We see this headline, we click it. Oh, Trump, Trump said he hates all the black people. And then it's like, what the fuck? And you read the headline and say, that's horrible. And then you read the actual article and it has nothing to do nothing. with that. And it's like, what the fuck? Basically where we're at right now is like, y'all can build the gallows and tie the nooses, but find out what next need to be in those nooses. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. hey, I'm not saying don't be ready and yeah. want accountability, but. Yeah. Make sure the right people are doing it. But that's how people it. instantly react when you say pump the brakes. Like, oh, so you're supporting oh. them? It's like, um, based upon the evidence that we've got right now, and we go by what the AP reported, I feel like we're being lied to. There could be something wrong with this. Yeah. And don't these people deserve due process? And like we said in the podcast, we said if new evidence comes to light, then we reserve the right to change them, and we've changed our minds. It's well, like, okay. In the same time, though, is even, and I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's like even looking at the AP, like we're, we're talking through it, and it's like, oh, this doesn't make sense. Because again, yeah. the initial narrative was mm -hmm. they stood outside the school for an hour and mm -hmm. didn't, didn't even go in the school Which for was an not hour. True. It's like, yeah. that's not true. Mm -hmm. That's what we were trying to be like, uh, this was, doesn't make exactly. sense. Exactly. And these same people saying, well, I called it. It's like, you called what? Called what? The story's changed a million times until now. So you got lucky. You didn't go by facts and logic. You just said, I'm angry. This is what I think. I'm right. No, should, you got they lucky. They should probably start a tactical YouTube channel. Oh, they probably should. They probably should. They could showcase gear. Shoot at a flat range man, all day. Go get some 511 gear and the or, next time. Yeah, absolutely. Let's get some 18 Alpha Chronicles. Oh, He's got, it, it improves your I accuracy. You, <laughs> love you, brother. <laughs> 18 Alpha Chronicles. He was, uh, yeah, he's, he's a good dude. I love Vance. Yeah. But they, I'm, I'm just, I'm so sick and tired of all this bullshit. It's just everybody, everybody and their mom, like uh, Izzo, like, you know, Izzo was one of the very few people that actually, he didn't take my side, but he, I saw what he was posting. He was like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Give it time. He's a very controversial dude, but so am I. So I get that. But even in today, he posted about uh, how some people got some things wrong already. He's like, so when are you guys going to learn to shut the fuck up and let the facts come out? Instantaneously. <laughs> instantaneously in the comments and it was a picture of officer Ruiz with the, the yeah. photo and everybody's like well why i just think that he shouldn't be honest but shut the fuck up yeah karen shut yeah. the fuck up you've never you don't even know what gunpowder smells well, like shut the fuck up and let's let's just play not even play devil's advocate let's just just take a different situation because hand sanitizer guy yeah okay you know he was on his phone yeah uh, i can tell you because again i had to watch it like two or three times because i was like does this guy even have a weapon he didn't have yeah. it out and then i was like oh nope there it is okay cool yeah. and just looking the way he's dressed and everything like that it's like i can either tell you he's either an investigator from cid or he's some kind of admin guy who's in an office and hey he heard it going down yeah got got his stuff on and, and went there and you know he's on his phone he's sending text messages he's making <clears> phone calls so like he's no so, clue who he's talking to. He could be communicating he, with his own. We don't know. I, I would almost guarantee yeah. you he's he's doing some kind of coordination to the rear. Yeah. Because, again, when you're in these emergency type situations, they clear the channel of all traffic. Like, mm -hmm. hold all traffic. Hold, hold yeah. all non-emergency traffic. So you're not going to be cross-talking on the radio. Yeah. There's no talk around channel. You want to stay on the main channel. So, again, the magic cell phone, <clears throat> yeah, that, becomes that, your that's, alternate. that becomes your alternate means of communication. So yeah. it's they very likely could be relaying orders with text messages, phone calls, things that, like that. Your pace plan, your primary, yeah, primary alternate, alternate contingency, contingency emergency. emergency. Yeah. yeah, yeah, pace plan. There, it's there you almost go. like you've, you've done this before. Weird. Weird. I know. I'm, I'm sure the Karens out there on social media hoping, know all about that. I'm yeah. hoping it's clout. <laughs> Come on, clout. Um, I really, really, Code really. Code Pete gets you ten percent off of nothing on shell shock. <laughs> gets you ten percent off of nothing. <laughs> We've got these tactical eggplants. Oh, so that tactical, way, no spray painted black. Oh, they're oh, then it'd be bigger. Exactly. <laughs> that way you can you, you can confuse any potential freaking bad guys by throwing it at them. They're like, wait, what are you gay? And then you bam, you shoot them, and there you go. That's the key. It's that's that's that's, that's a great. Plant. We call that the uh, dick confuser. 
Ooh, the confuser deck. I love it. You just I love you, it. You could have like a barricaded person, or you could have like uh, somebody robbing a bank, whatever. Yeah. And then you just chuck it in there, and they're like, "Wait!" And they look what? at it. Is that a da- bam? You shoot them. That's that's, that's it's how a you distractor. Do it. it would you work know, on me. You could probably you could probably start doing some classes. Oh yeah. And, and depending that. upon what part of Dallas you throw this in, they might try and start sucking it. So dear, interesting. Dear God, this is me about <laughs> to get on a soapbox again, real quick. Is so I saw something that I was just like, "Oh my God, you guys are probably." some of the worst human beings on the planet. So there were, there were a couple, I'm not going to name them, but there were some, uh, Oh, please do. Ta- no, please no, no, no. There's some, ta- some tactical <laughs> training groups that I kid you not, probably within days, if not a week of Uvalde, all of a sudden magically on their training calendar, $300 one day breacher course, like oh come God, fucking yeah. like, uh, it's like, dude, wow. Like really number one, $300 for an 800, eight, eight hour block of instruction. Like mm-hmm. I get it breaching. Like maybe you got some supplies, you're blowing up some shit, breaking mm-hmm. some shit. Cool. You got some added cost by like 300 bucks for an eight hour block of instruction. Mm-hmm. Like eh, a little steep there guy. Yeah. Um, and then you click on, and it's like, uh, I don't see any like special operations yeah. experience. Like cool dude. You were a cop for six years. Yeah. Great. Everybody's an expert. Um, and it's not to say that you can't get a lot of experience in that time and all that great stuff. Yeah. It's like, I don't think you really have the credentials to command 300 bucks for an hour block of instruction. Mm-hmm. Um, does that mean that the training isn't necessary and anything like that? But it's like, dude, like not a You're good, certainly not getting not your a, money's worth. Not a good look. Yeah. Not a good look. Um, you know, when it's like, hey, well, I breached this building in Airsoft, so I know what I'm talking about. Airsoft is fucking awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. That, that broke us the fuck off. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was did. that was fun though. It was, it was, it was one of the things where like we went out there and we're like, <laughs> man, this is we're gonna, and it's like, holy shit, those little twelve year old kids were smoking the shit out of us. Yeah, they were, they were, they were legit. <laughs> That's what pissed me off about that. It was like you're we utilize military tactics and they're not. No, and it was just like, yeah, yeah, you don't hide in trees in combat. That's not the way. I, no, and it's like okay, yeah, because if this was real, you would not be doing that. No, but we we learned, we yeah. learned, we learned, <laughs> yeah, we and did. then and then we we wrecked them damn near, killed Smoked them. Those it, little was, shit it was fun. It was, oh, that like, was, it was fun. like, oh god, you you poor children, like you're gonna have some bad times. But yeah, man, oh, it, it, it's it's one of those things to where this whole situation again, it's it's going to play out eventually. Yeah, but it's like, when is it gonna finally? That was the other thing, and I didn't have an answer to this. What's that? Number one, they were like, okay, well, if we're gonna go with the investigation. We can't trust the MSM. Fair enough. Cool. We can't trust the government. Fair enough. Who are we supposed to trust? Good question. I don't have an answer for that. And again, it's it's what investigating agency still has the integrity to where people trust it, you know, sight unseen and like it's it's gospel. And and I don't I don't know. Um that's but at the same time That's all I can say is like to my answer, the only answer I can give is that when they present you the evidence. Make your own assessment. Yeah, if, and that's what they should do. Yeah. They should present it to you. Oh, because absolutely. once the videos came out where they were like, yeah, well, hey, we've we've confirmed through video surveillance of the school that they never even tested the doors. Yeah. Like, okay, fair enough. Okay. I, you've got, I appreciate that. Sure. Then it starts to say, okay, well, we've identified this problem. What was the causation of said problem? And then you can kind of, yeah. but that Start also comes back. with the presentation of facts that you yeah. did not know prior to this investigation goes. So I just want to give a big round of applause to everybody that got it right. I hope you're good. All the blue check influencers. Well, they're, well, they're still not right, technically. No, there's no not. definitive report. On, there isn't. They, they, but yeah. They're kind of confirming their own bias. So exactly. That's called, oh, confirmation bias. Yes. Oh, that's right. The yes. very same party of facts and logic. And a lot of this, I think a lot of this, honestly, quite truthfully, is people just want to hate cops. Oh, and trust me, there's more than enough reason to hate a lot of cops. I get that. But there's also and more than enough reasons to like a lot of cops. Well, because and there are people that just want to be mad and you want to yeah. be angry. And I get it. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Like there's things that I saw in that video where, again, as an officer, I'm like, what in the world is going on? <clears throat> yeah. But I know not to be mad at those individuals on the ground. I know I know whom it's it's that whole thing of like when you when you go out to eat. If your food isn't prepared properly, do you get mad at the waitress? Do you yell at the waitress yeah. or when you should be yelling at the cook? Because yeah. that's the dude who prepared your food. Mm-hmm. Like I'm at the same point with this where it's okay. Again, we need heads on spikes. We yeah. need to find the right heads. And yeah. I, I want to know who was in charge, who was making the calls, what mm-hmm. information they had. Because again, yeah. that that is going to be very telling with all of this as far as decision making. I hate like, well, to get into this, what? but we need to get into this because this all is what right. other people don't seem to understand. It's like, why didn't the officers just disobey the order? If they were ordered to stand down, which I think they were, or to to stand by, why didn't they disobey? Oof, that's a tough nut to crack. But that I can is. I can tell you it's one of those things to where when do you make the call to disobey an when order? When do you make not? the call to disobey an order? And then you've got all kinds of ramifications mm-hmm. to where I can tell you a lot of the training as far as civil liability and things like that, you just go mm-hmm. sua sponte and just go do your own thing. Mm-hmm. 
and then you're wrong or you you, you screw it up, uh-huh. you're done. You you are done done. And possibly jail time. And possibly jail time because mm-hmm. if you did something that is so egregious mm-hmm. that it, it borderlines criminal, like hey, people guess don't what? realize this though. What as far it, as like being a police officer, it's kind of like your ass is in the sling if you get it wrong. If you're right, nobody fucking can. Good for you. But if you're wrong, they're gonna come for your head. Yeah. Well, and then and it goes back to that <laughs> whole changing of mentality over the last several years. Yeah. Is you get some people that are afraid to make a decision again because yeah. one of the one of the reports came out and that's was, the worst uh, thing you can do. They were they were trying to one of the officers again. There was I guess now it's been disproven. I've seen some conflicting things where it's like oh there was an officer that had a bead on the guy outside the school with his rifle mm. and he didn't take the shot because he was calling for permission to engage. And I'm like that doesn't sound right. And then the Uvalde mayor came back and said. No, we've actually sent that report up and that officer said that he had it and then come to find out it was like a coach with some kids outside the school. So it wasn't the right guy. Good thing. But then also in that, in one of the initial AARs that I saw, and again, some people were trashing this guy. I was like, how could he not take the shot? He had a rifle, da 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 this, that, and the other. When it was, is, is it going to be this guy? And it, and I think the the shot was 140 meters, which again, well within the effective range of a rifle. But that's still... But that's a moving target. Yeah. 140 meters. Not easy. Moving target. Mm-hmm. And then the reason that the officer gave for not taking the shot was... I didn't know that I could make the shot, and if I threw the round, it would potentially go into the school and hit a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, yeah. oh, okay, shit situation. Yeah. Shit decision. It sucks. Yeah. But that's the reality because, again, chapter 9 of the penal code, you, as an officer, you and even as a citizen, you own every round, mm-hmm. every round that comes out of your weapon. What would happen if, say, for example, that officer did take the shot, missed, and hit a kid and killed a kid? What do you think about that officer? It's murder. He's murdered? Yep. Or criminally negligent homicide, but right. yeah. And then he's going it's to jail. Criminal charges, going to jail. Yeah. And civil. Jesus. Yep. And, and that's that's the reality is, you know, and, and again, that's not making that up. That's realistic. That's realistic. Chapter 9 of the Penal Code. Google it. Go look. Civil remedies unaffected. And that's in there, too. You know, people don't realize like, this stuff, though. They don't understand that these officers also have to think about it. And I hate I hate saying this because it shouldn't be that way. It because shouldn't. Sometimes it's like, look, shit happens. And I'm not trying to make light of that situation. No. But sometimes bad things are going to happen yep. when you're trying to achieve good results. Yep. And for somebody to be held accountable for trying to achieve something good and something bad happens as a byproduct. That's not right. But that's the way it is. Well, and you've got now to where the culture has shifted to where you've got officers now that, again, at, at agencies of all sizes, mm-hmm. that because of different movements to fund the police, different things like that, to where they're under such a microscope for even doing the mm-hmm. basics. But you've got officers are like, screw this. I'm showing up. I will clock in. I will go yeah. to the calls I am dispatched to. I will do no proactive. Yeah. And, and you're still seeing the results and, and the fruits of that. Especially when departments don't back their own people, when their people are right. Oh, yeah. Like, Dallas was notorious for that for a while. Like, Jesus, like, dudes, like, officers were being thrown under the bus left and right to appease the BLM, the rest of these other clown shows out there. You're like, well, we want this, but but you were wrong. Yeah. Well, and then the officers are going, like, oh, my God, when they took a knee, and uh, that that was cosmetic. That's not even a big deal. That's just, that's a, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, that's still, it's still a very pertinent thing for most officers to face. It's like, okay, if you get this wrong, your life is over. Yeah. Your life is over. You better make damn sure you have that shot. Or you better make damn sure you make the right call. You better make damn sure that it's actually a gun that they're pulling and not a cell phone. And guess what? You're, if it is a cell phone and you kill him, your life is over. If it's not a cell phone, he takes a shot, your life is potentially over. Yeah. So it's just kind of yeah. like, I, I, dude, I got a lot of respect for cops. I don't respect the cops that enforce these tyrannical lockdowns like a lot of the NYPD. And that's where I think the differential comes into play. It's kind of like there are good cops out there. There are. Like you and Dan well, are definitely two of good ones that we've. Yeah, I'm not going to say what I'm we talked right. about. Yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'll give you. Yeah, but when you're fast asleep, I'll give you that. <laughs> but there are cops out there. that's like, no, we are constitutionalists. Like we we will enforce the constitution. We will live up to the constitution. And then I've seen. I had this one cop who was at a Fort Worth, who he came across my somebody tagged me on his Facebook post. He's like, I hope they do take away blah blah blah. As a cop, I'd love to freaking strip the civilians of their guns. Uh, like, oh, I'm going to post you. I'll make you famous. And that dude yeah. and his wife came after me. He's like, oh, but like, you're a shit cop. It's like, fuck you and that badge. Yeah, that's that's one of those things to where, <clears throat> again, yeah, we briefly touched on is like the just the the logistics of doing that. Yeah, I know. like it's eh, not realistic. Number one, not gonna probably not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Num- number two, three hundred fifty million guns. You said seven hundred fifty thousand officers. Give good or luck. take. Give good or luck. take. Yeah, that's yeah, including the feds. Good yeah. luck. Yeah, that's everybody who is a law enforcement officer. Yeah, yeah literally that. went door to door. That ain't yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you get to the whole middle of the country yeah. where probably a lot of those weapons reside, uh-huh. you got a lot of small agencies. Good, good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Especially um, if they revolt. God, man. Yeah. But, you know, Eric Swalwell had a good point. We could just nuke them. 
Well, you know, you could. You know, well, don't don't they grow a lot of food in like that middle flyover area? Of no, the no, no, no. According food, to no uh, Wanda production? Sykes, the, the middle area, the Bible Belt, they don't do anything. They don't. Uh, no, it's just California, New York. That's where we get the majority of our oil, you know, farm, poultry, all that stuff. Yeah. So no corn, no, no wheat? No. Strawberries? No. You're, huh. you're weird. I don't know where you're getting that from. I don't know. I don't know. Our liberal overlords said that the exact opposite. So I, I believe ha- that. I have never driven through those states really? at, at all. And I mean, You'll I see I, nothing. I, it's I, barren wasteland. Barren wasteland. <laughs> those Got wheat it. fields are just there for show. Got it. That Got corn's it. not even real. It's part of the matrix. It is. They just use it for filming horror movies and stuff. Ah. Like if you go downtown Manhattan, that's when you see most, or Chaz, the city of Chaz. They Oof. had the little crop farms there. That's yeah. where they were doing a lot of exporting. <laughs> that too. was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> what, what happened with that? Like so it, was, it was so funny how that starts. And the first thing they do is what? They put up a fucking wall. It's like, oh, it's so it's like walls work. Interesting. Well, well, and that whole thing was, you know, they were trying to plant that little garden. Oh, my God. And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. You put down newspaper over top of the sod <laughs> and then you poured like some miracle Grow like soil Bro. and you stuck like three tomato plants in it. It's like, you know, you've got like. 200 people here, right? This, like, do shit. this, this is going to make and, one sandwich. And, and, and by the way, those plants aren't mature yet. So you're looking at probably six Months. to 10 weeks until yeah. that actually produced. Like, oh my God. Y'all didn't think this out, did you? <laughs> it's like, hmm, this is a lack of planning here. I think it was all representational gentlemen. of what they wanted to achieve and succeed. You wanted to create your own city inside of a city that who you voted for already destroyed. Okay, that makes sense. But the first yeah. thing, again, they put up walls and they started handing out guns. And what yeah. kind of guns? AR-15s. Mm. So the very same liberal m- move or people that were kind of like, oh, it's a lot of war. Man, you certainly loved it when you want to establish your own little utopia. Oh, and by the way, there were rapes happening there. And then everybody well, said you should give a black person $10. Well, didn't we... Uh I, I like legitimately they said that they said like if there remember the video that came yeah, out it was something like, it was a native american dude mm-hmm. and there's like if you want to you want to make right with reparations and right now give every black person ten dollars it's like <laughs> well the thing that i how thought did, was how did, why ten why did you come to the conclusion of ten dollars like how did that factor in very interesting is when they set up their little you know little walls and their you know uh checkpoints and things like that yeah. media very much glossed over a story where some kids tried to drive in there and their little security force thing, they lit up Let a car up. Mm-hmm. and they, I think they killed one for sure, if not two like teenagers in a vehicle. Wow. It's almost like and the whole shoot, don't shoot. Didn't uh, go any weirdest thing. Like mm-hmm. I, I didn't see anything come out of it. I don't, I've not seen an arrest reported. You mean um, the social media justice warriors weren't good at freaking doing identification on shoot, don't shoot. They mm, just, Oh wow. I, I mean, my job is pretty easy. So I've been told, but mm. Yeah, apparently they got it wrong that day. They should have been posting more on social media and hashtagging. They, they would have made it better. It would have. It would have. Yeah. Or or they could have like hashtagged, I stood with something. Or yeah, I supported the, the current thing. If they, if they had more social media clout. Yeah. If they followed more tactical <clears throat> influencers, yeah. they could have known how to do that. Oh, 100%. We, uh, it's a shame we don't have influencers at Uvalde right now. You know, just uh, you know? out there showcasing the brand sponsors and saying they're there to do this, that, and the other. It's been great. Yeah, absolutely. Lo- uh, love that clout yeah. chasing. Yeah, dude. I, I'm just, <laughs> just, yeah, I don't have any friends. It's okay. And, well, and neither do I. Like I, I hang out with like you, Dan, and like one other person. Sometimes. And we can barely like, stand each other. So it's absolutely, fine. it's like we all live within about ten minutes of each other, and we see each other maybe once a month. It's it's by design. It's like, no, don't come over to my home. Small doses. Small doses. <laughs> well, brother, I want to say thank you for coming hey, on man, the podcast I appreciate today it. and clarifying more of this. And again, we might do this again in the future as more facts come out and we'll address it then. But as far as the apology everybody's waiting for, you're not going to get uh, it. Yeah, there's not nothing really to apologize for because we didn't. Yeah, we didn't definitively stand on anything to say like, hey, this is what's what. And now more information is like, yeah. Like, well, I'm with you. I'm pissed off, too. But I want to understand the why. That's why all these comments, it's from all these fucking E4s and below. These guys that never led troops in combat. They never made any command decisions. They didn't do shit. They were probably shit bags in the service. Mm, or these, these guys that did, like, maybe one or two years as a cop, and they quit because they couldn't handle it. It's the very same types out there saying, so why are you defending these officers? Like, it's not a matter of defending. It's a matter of saying, let's look at this logically. Let's break yeah. this down. Something is wrong. Something is off. Do you want to be mad, or do you want to solve the problem? Because if you want to be mad, that's fine. Be I, mad. I'm fine with it. Be mad. Yeah, be pissed be mad. off. Yeah. Be pissed off. But by saying but that you I want to solve the problem it? and get the facts first, it's like, well, then you're supporting them. It's like, no, that's no. supporting the truth. Regardless of yeah. which side those officers are on the truth, it's the truth. That's all there is to it. But Jesus Christ, like, dude, the veterans that I see, and I know the veterans because it's all over their social media. Like, oh, I have one veteran. Did, yeah, it's, like, uh, it's literally the same types of people. It's yeah. literally the same. Yeah. They're fat, out of shape, beard, operator ball cap. It's like, oh, so you know because you were in the shit. You got that thousand-yard stare. <laughs> you got that thousand-yard stare at the green bean coffee, you fat fuck, and you didn't do shit over there. 
I'm so tired of these fucking people. I'm so tired of them because there's been a few that'll comment. It's like, okay, it's like, it's like when somebody cuts you off in traffic, what do you got to do? You got to pull up and you got to look to make sure they look as stupid as they drive. Oh yeah. So it's the same thing. You leave a stupid comment. You got to click on that profile. Oh, Oh, 100% confirms. You're just as fat mm -hmm. out of shape, rocking some grunt style shit, operator ball cap, some cute little Oakley sunglasses or whatever. And like fucking you stop my flag or stop like some Graham (laughs) Allen bullshit. It's like, it's the same thing over and over again. And so you just, it's like, you know, I want to come back at you with some logical reasoning with a few fucks peppered in there, but I just it's, don't care it's, anymore. It's not, no, it's not worth it, these fucking idiots. Like I just, I'm so over this, like trying to this, explain it to pearls before swine at this point. Just understand if you're that guy and that guy is a gender neutral term, that guy, <laughs> um, it, it applies to everyone is what wow. I'm saying is you're an unpaid intern. Please. <laughs> if you're going to do it, like share tag, and oh and blast it all over, but understand you're an unpaid intern promoting John's channel. That's what you are. Oh that is God. your job. You're an intern. So please, we're gonna send out a handbook. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Um, but yes, you're no longer peasants. You've been upgraded. You're interns, and just make sure that you share it on all of your social media. Thank you and good night. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you for being here today, brother. Hey, man, I appreciate, appreciate it uh, having you here. It's it's been interesting. Yeah. And hopefully we'll is. we'll start to see like more facts present themselves as we go. And all we can do is just take it piece by piece. And again, if you want to be mad, be mad. That's fine. Be mad. But don't shoot the people that are sitting there saying, hey, let's wait for the facts to come out. And then we'll decide who needs to be freaking proverbial head on the pike. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Fair's where you go to get cotton candy, though, John. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, folks. <laughs> We're going to be back with a second episode going over today's news right after this. So make sure you stay tuned. And we appreciate you. And as always, you stay safe, America. <laughs>